You're listening to the Slaying Self-Doubt Podcast with Coach Felicia, where we empower Black women to overcome their doubts, fears, and insecurities in order to give birth to their God-given purpose. Join me and sometimes some of my friends on our journey as we remind you that you are not alone. I'm Felicia Wallace, and together we will find our fears and slay them. Welcome back to another episode of the Slaying Self Doubt Podcast. I am here with Carla George from Pushed Into Purpose. How are you? Good morning. Good morning, Felicia. Thank you so much for having me today. Oh, you are so welcome. I'm so glad um, that we're going to be able to have this conversation. First of all, I love, I already knew that when I was reaching out to you that um, our the name of your um, business is... Um, in alignment with what it is that God has called me to do. So I was like, oh, I already know this is going to be a great conversation because we are trying to do the same thing. We're trying to help people <laughs> walk into their God-given purpose and um and, and do it ourselves, right? Like we're, we're doing it in, in the midst of it. So if you could tell us a little bit about our, yourself and how you got started. Yes, thank you. Yeah, I, I am Carla George, and I hail from Bermuda, and my brand is called Pushed Into Purpose, as you have mentioned, and that involves a podcast called Pushed Into Purpose. In addition to that, I have services, um, which include a seven-week accelerator course and other services for women women of faith who are entrepreneurs to basically get their business off the ground and be successful in it. Um, my journey started, I want to say in my 20s, where I was just really, you know, just trying to do this adult thing, right? Mm-hmm, <laughs> I've mm-hmm. been to school, did everything that I thought I was supposed to do. And now here I am a working woman. And I really started to feel the pressures of the world, like the expectations that were put on me, as far as being successful in my career, thinking about marriage, thinking about having children. Yeah. A home, all these sorts of things were just basically being pushed on me. Mm. And one thing I realized was like, you know what? No matter what I do, I'm never going to live up to the expectations of other people. Mm. And I'm really going to miss them, going to fall short. And I was because I started to do things that people expected of me, but I wasn't happy. And it was in that moment that God really spoke to me about listen. It's time for you to set all those things aside and really do the things that I have called you to do. And the reason why my brand is called Push Into Purpose is because, Felicia, if you know, I don't know if you're like me, but I'm a little bit hard-headed. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So I really wasn't trying to do the things of God at that time, but he just literally pushed me into these different areas. So it first started out with my book, which is called the Proverbs 31 woman more than the good wife. And then the podcast came and then I'm hosting summits and then I'm having this business. So it just all started to snowball. Once I said, you know what? Okay. I'm going to surrender to what God is calling Mm. me or maybe I'm not. And maybe he's going to push me. (laughs) And let's just see what happens. But I'm just so grateful to where it has turned out and how it has turned out and just the different women I've been able to impact through it. Um, I know exactly how you feel. Um, I have been there. I am currently there. Um, and it really is the part that really stuck out to me was when you said that you were doing a lot of things to be able to 
um, it seemed like you were appeasing other people, what other people say that you should do or where they think that you should be or um, how your life should look, right? And people mean well, right? And But the problem is, is that if you we start walking down someone else's, else's path, like it goes against what it is that God wants us to do. Um, and it's scary, right? Because we we trust the people that we know or the and the people that know us to be like, you know, those people wouldn't deter me. Um, and even with that, it, it is some comfort in knowing that okay someone else sees an end to whatever this is versus surrendering fully to God is scary because you don't see the other side of it you are literally day by day moment by moment like are we going in the right direction is, <laughs> is this what we supposed to be doing and that's just it is it, and it's like you want to hold on to that right you want to mm-hmm maintain that control I mean we saw that with the children of Israel you know they would not let go of that control they just really wanted to be in control of everything which is why they were in the wilderness for so long because they refused to completely surrender yeah and you know that's how we can be sometimes sometimes our journey can take longer than it needs to because of our own doing Mm -hmm. Um, you know just being completely transparent and honest like when I was doing my own thing and listening to everybody else I realized once I was finally walking in my purpose, I was like, man, I could have been doing this like <laughs> years ago. <laughs> like, I felt like I wasted so much time, but you know, it really was just all a lot of learning lessons and character building moments to get me exactly where God wanted me to be. Yeah. yeah. And nothing happens by accident, right? Like you said, all the things that happened were intentional. If you know, the thing about it is, is that I, I felt the same way. Could you have been there sooner? You could have, but would you know what you know? You know what I mean? If you were there, you would. There's still some things that we have to learn, and even as we're walking in in purpose, there's still things that we have to learn. Because I'm sure, just like you know, for me, um, it may resonate with you as well that it, even in this, there's times where you be like, okay, God, I got it. I I, I think I know what you want me to do, and I'm gonna just. And then you be like oh no that's okay and you got to start over and then you got to really get yourself back in 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 making sure that you don't go ahead of him right and you and like you said that control is where it's like I I, I feel like I want to go this way and he's like that's not that's not the direction that we're going um which can be like go ahead yeah (laughs) yes that's where you don't want to be when it's just like oh okay that's what you want to do all right I'm gonna take my hands over you go right along ahead as we yes <laughs> we definitely don't want that so in your journey how has self-doubt shown up oh my gosh I mean <laughs> it, it showed up I mean it still shows up to this day too right so mm-hmm. but when I was initially on my journey with writing the book I was completely confused because it was never something that was like on my bucket list. You know, when you're younger, you're like, okay, I want to do this. I want to get married at this age. Yeah. Children have this job. Writing a book was not one of those things. And when God spoke to me, I was really nervous uh, because I felt I was bringing the word to people, but I didn't feel like I had the qualifications to do mm. it. I hadn't, you know, gone to seminary or theology school, anything like that. Yeah. And I was just like, man, Lord, I'm really just relying on you to speak this word through me mm-hmm. and what would people say how would I be criticized would people be like well who does she think she is so all of those things were running through my mind and 
you know, he led me to the scriptures, second Corinthians three, four, and five. And it basically just speaks to how God has qualified us. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like he could, you could have that moment where he just completely switches, switches, switches everything on for you. Mm-hmm. And you know it's a God moment and that's where you want to move because if it's outside of yourself outside of your comfort zone that's really where you want to be because you're completely trusting God in that moment and that's what I had to learn I was just like man this self-doubt thing was it was getting to me almost to the point where I didn't want to put the book out initially Mm. I didn't want to put the podcast out or do the summit like I know I go through certain emotions when I get to that point and I have learned to just recognize it and say yeah just chill like you know just completely let go of why you feel like you need to even have that sort of um, validation right Mm, yeah you feel like you know you know, you need to have somebody else to qualify you when it's not people that need to validate you and qualify you. It's really God. And then when I was really thinking about it, I was like, no, Carla, you are actually being validated, but you probably weren't being validated by the people you wanted to be validated by. Hmm. But there were people out there really rooting for you and supporting you. And I was overlooking that and concentrating on the few who weren't. Wow. That's a word right there, Carla. That is a word. Amen. And that could have derailed me, you know, completely. Like it had to, it had made me to sit with that. I had to really sit with that and say, why do I need this specific part of society or this specific person to validate what I'm doing? And I just had to get to the point to just let it go. Yeah. On what God had put before me. And that's how we can be, right? We, a lot of times, especially as women, we're not present in the moment. Mm. God has given us right now yeah. towards either the next or the other or whatever it may be. And God's like, enjoy what I've given you right now. Yeah. So much. And, you know, living, you asked me before we got on, you know, is Bermuda beautiful, et cetera. And living here all my life. Yeah. I can tend to overlook that. I could take it for granted. Yeah. Yeah. I see it every day. It's right in front of me every day. But I have been more intentional about saying, yes, it is beautiful. And I go out and I do walks and I walk on the beach and do trail walks now just to appreciate what I have right. What you already have. What I already have. Like, I don't need to look for it outside of here. It's right here in front of me. So that's what I'm trying to apply to my life as well. Like, kind of enjoy the moment that God has given you right now that you know, he's qualified you, he has validated you, he has given you the support that you need. You just need to be bold and stand on it and move forward in it. Listen, Carla, when I tell you, (laughs) (laughs) I always tell people when I am doing these interviews, I know that God is sending me the right people at the right time to have the conversation that I needed to hear. That, and I know that I always say that these interviews are they are definitely for the audience, but they are really for me, right? They are encouragement, they are inspiring, but it's literally God saying, I got you. And I'm sending you this person to tell you this is where I this this is why you need to continue to trust me, right? And just like you were saying, like we having to have that honest conversation with yourself about why you when when self-doubt comes up why we give into that part of it why do we need the validation some of it is just like you said like you're not honoring the 
the people who are supporting you, you're looking for, so you're looking way ahead, right? Or you're looking at what other people have. And that's that whole comparison thing. And why, why is it? And, and it doesn't, sometimes it doesn't start off that way, right? It doesn't start off in a way that you're like, well, why, why did they do this? And, you know, they got that. It, it doesn't, it's not an initial thing, but eventually you find yourself there because you're not focused on the things that God is setting right in front of you. Um, and that being, uh, intentional about appreciating where you are right now because we'll never get another time like this so there will be another day like today right and so being present in what's happening right now um, and what's going on around you I've had the same thing you know living right outside of Washington DC you know we have <laughs> millions of people who come and visit right and I've had people ask me like do you know where such and such monument is I'm like probably like I don't know because guess what I, I'm so used to seeing it I'm so used to being around it I did it my entire life that and sometimes I just am like uh that's here like you don't even realize but the fact that other people are they're traveling literally you know the same thing with Bermuda you're traveling from all over the country to visit what you already have access to yeah and that's even including ourselves too yes sometimes we have these um, qualifications and characteristics that other people are seeking in us and we don't even recognize that we have it and there's always other people trying to pull it out of us mm -hmm. and what no I just do this little thing like yeah women I work with it just and that's nothing it's just this little project that I'm working <laughs> on oh it's just this little book that I wrote or this oh man and we're like but that little thing that you do brings so much value to people who have no idea how to do it and I think we underestimate our value start mm just taking what we do for granted and looking at it at this little thing, not realizing that God is growing that little thing into this grand thing that is helping so many other people. Like the gifts that we have are not meant for us to hold to ourselves as Come on. to share with the world. You know? Yeah. Like God wants us to like pass the gift. You know, you know, yeah. you pay that game, pass the gift around. Yes. He wants you to pass the gift because you're you're blocking other people from receiving their blessing when we don't recognize all that God has blessed us with. Yes. Oh man. So y'all, I'm look, we just in the beginning of this, and I know that y'all have already been like, that's a word, that's a word. Because I have been like, this when I went when I listen back to this, I'm gonna have to write down some of these things because you are preaching over here, sis. Okay. <laughs> Um, so what have you learned about yourself doing this journey that you didn't know before? Y'all know the story. This podcast was an assignment from God that had my self-doubt and limiting beliefs telling me that nobody would listen. But you, yes, you kept showing up every week to listen to this podcast. And because you keep showing up, so do I. If you enjoy this podcast and would love to support me and future episodes, please consider making a donation by simply purchasing me a coffee. If you would like to donate, click the buy me a coffee link. Now back to the show. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I well, that's a that's a heavy question because I think I continuously learn more and more about myself every day. Mm -hmm. But I think the biggest lesson was for me to take time to just sit with myself and really tune into the voice of God mm. because 
I found that I was able to do it in quiet settings, but I remember having that the conversation with my aunt and I was telling her, you know, I'm just really taking time to listen to the voice of God and these quiet moments, et cetera. And she said to me, Carla, that is great, but you also need to exercise listening to him and understanding his voice and knowing his voice so clearly that when the noise is there, you could pick out his voice mm. and crowd. You know, and I was like, wow. So it is teaching me to take my listening ear to another level amongst the noise, amongst the crowd, amongst the confusion. I need to be able to discern the voice of God the same way we can do it with our spouse, with our children in a midst, you know, of a, of a crowded area. If I don't have children, but I've heard that, you know, when a child calls out mommy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mommy's in the room. You know your child's voice. Yeah. All that confusion so that's where i'm finding myself right now is saying okay when i when this this self-doubt arises you know when these insecurities arise i need to understand that that isn't the voice of god mm. amongst all that confusion that's going on internally i need to know that god's voice would not say that to yeah me. that's mm. not his will for my life his will for my life is to give me a good future right yeah it's not to harm me it's not to hurt me it's not to make me feel less than so i have to ensure that i am negating that negative voice with the voice of god and yeah that he has promised for us that yes i am chosen i am set apart i have a future and and um ahead of me that is good i am qualified i am validated i am on assignment here for god right mm -hmm. once i put those things ab above everything else then i know that i'm making those steps towards my assignment and towards completing my assignment and one thing that god also told me is that when you continue to put that self-doubt ahead of you, that imposter syndrome, that insecurity, what you're actually doing, you're making those idols over me. Yeah, yeah. Because anything that you're worshiping before me is an idol, mm. right? So if I'm waking up or if I'm about to do a presentation and the first thing I'm doing is like, oh my gosh, can I do this? Am I, um, you know, do I look okay? Yeah, yeah okay you know what are people gonna think those are all idols because i'm thinking about myself mm -hmm. about the impact that god wants me to have yeah so i try to start off with okay god you have called these people to me you have ordained this moment you are not gonna make me look crazy right <laughs> <laughs> so i'm trusting you in this moment and whoever this message is for they are going to receive it i have to be okay that i am not for everybody and yeah. that's okay like yeah. we are not for everybody because if we were we can't i couldn't allow you to do what you do you know what right. i mean yeah absolutely always be there for everybody or while i'm not being chosen how am i allowing my other brothers and sisters in christ to have their moment and to walk in their purpose yeah that's absolutely true one of the things that i i that i love that your aunt told you of being able to which i think is so important right um when you're on this uh you know purpose driven uh journey or your self-doubt journey um that you have to be able to hear God in the midst of the noise, right? It's easy for us to go into our closets, you know, get in a car and turn the radio down to, you know, have our quiet time. 
but when when you start walking in your purpose you will have noise it doesn't necessarily sometimes it's not when we talked earlier about other people giving us ideas and other people you know um sharing with us they have good intentions but if you're doing your if you're walking in your god-given purpose you have to be able to hear him in that and a lot of times i can say for me that those have been times that i've gotten caught up right because I was hearing everybody else's voice except for his and you sharing that today just reminded me that there was a period of time that I could hear God's voice above everybody right but what happens is is that you get so caught up in yourself that this is again back to this control thing that you're trying to figure it out and oh this person told me this or I heard this on a podcast or I heard this on a sermon or I heard this and it's like yeah those are the vessels that God may be using, but what did you hear from him? And if yeah. you can't remember what he told you, then we got a problem. <laughs> I mean, this is it because like you say, you could get caught up. Right. Um, and you know, sometimes there will be opportunities for either collaborations or mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, have certain people on my podcast or to do different events with people. And initially I'm like, wow, this is such a great opportunity. But then something would happen where it wouldn't work out or I just feel like, okay, I don't know. Let me continue to watch. Let yeah. Me yeah. Watch and pray. Right. And then eventually I realized, you know what, this is not the right opportunity, even though it looks good mm-hmm. it's out of God. And I can't be involved in that, you know, and it's not to say that I'm above anybody or anything like that. It's just that where I'm going right now with God, I have to ensure that I'm aligned with his will. Yeah. For my- and just be happy, you know, that people are doing amazing things, but sometimes it's not always great for us to collaborate with, you know, everything that. Yeah. We and, and, and as much as it may hurt, um, you know, the money might look good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> this may look good, all of that, but sometimes it's not good for us. It's not yeah. what God wants us to be. And that's so true because a lot of times that what happens is, is that we're not, we don't see, because we don't see the end, right? We don't know that that, that one collaboration or that one connection um, to somebody else that it seems like it's okay for us, how that may trip us up down the road, right? I'm always, you know, when I started this, I'm like, this was not an assignment I wanted. It was not, it did not come for me. (laughs) I did not think of it. I was like, this was a God assignment. And because I know that, everything that I do, it has to be, it has to come from him. And if it doesn't every single time that it has not come from him, it's always messed me up. So I'm, you know, I literally am the same way. Like if being as though this is his assignment, whatever is connected to slaying self-doubt has to be in alignment with what it is that he wants for me, for my life, and for the people who are going to be connected to slaying self-doubt in the future. Um, And when you're, um, another thing that you said about, um, trying to do it all right and try to serve all the people that you know you you may miss the mark because you're not allowing space for the person next to you to do what they need to do um, and to give out their gift and whatever it is that God put on their heart to be able to um, to be able to put out into the world um, and I also with that being said and I'm sure in both of our um, walks and doing this understanding that us walking in our God-given purpose is connected to somebody else. And so if we don't do our work and we don't do the things that we are supposed to be doing, then it doesn't even allow the person who's connected to push in the purpose or the person who's connected to slaying self-doubt to really walk in their purpose because we sitting over here worried about, you know, 
all the wrong things. <laughs> like we're just, you know, that's when you realize, okay, you know what, I'm not doing, it's, something's not right here, you know? And the thing that, with you saying that when you was talking about that, I was like, yeah, every now and then, I don't know about you, but I feel like, why am I doing this? You know, mm-hmm. um, and it could be the doubt again. And I, I feel like I, don't, I shouldn't go any further. Yeah. It, let me just give it up. But always, Felicia, I could tell you every single time that happens, <laughs> I would get an email. Yes. <laughs> I get a message. Thank you so much for mm-hmm. continuing to just walk in your purpose. You know, so, something you said today really impacted my life. Yeah. Or had me change the way I thought about something. And I'm just like, all right, God, I see. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's just really just that one person. And that's all that really matters. You know, we don't have to always be so concerned about, you know, being that influencer that mm-hmm. has followers or, you know, um, a thousand, you know, 50,000 followers or what have you, and you're not making an impact on one person. Yeah. And that one person, you don't know, like I, I teach my ladies, I say that one person could go on to impact millions. Yeah. Because you were obedient in your calling. That's yeah. the millions that you impact. Yeah. Yeah directly from you but it's vicariously through you right mm-hmm. and so just keep that in mind that you don't know whose life you could have saved today because you were obedient to your calling mm-hmm. who, who needed to hear your message or needed your service because you were obedient to your calling and resting or or i should say you know loathing in this state of you know misery and pity um it's really blocking what we can and who we can be to so many others. Yeah. Yeah. That is so, so true. And, and yes, I have been in that place where <laughs> I was like, okay, God, I'm done. This is, <laughs> this is it. Oh, this delay. I don't know how you gave this to me, who you gave it to. Just like, <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, I'm good. And then, like you said, you get a text message or you get an email or someone purchased your services or someone that you, you know, reaches out and say, Hey, I, happen to find your podcast and you'd be like what and that and that's the, like you said that one is enough to be like okay god i see because he has to he knows that this is tough work he knows that when you're walking in purpose it ain't what you for mo- a lot of people it it goes against the grain right it goes against what's normal because we're not we're not operating in the same realm as everybody else who has a boss and has you know uh you, you go into a certain job every single day. And because I've had that, I know the difference. Like, it's one thing to be like, okay, no, this is like the Supreme. Like, this is literally, God is telling me <laughs> what my next move is and nobody else around you understands that, right? And so it, it is a sometimes it can be a lonely walk, right? Because you're, even when we, you know, like even in this collaboration of us talking to each other, what God downloads in you is different from what God downloads in me, right? And so we may be walking the same and we may have the same intentions, but it's still lonely because he's only talking to me. Right. And and, and you have to be mindful about what you say, what you share, because you don't know when, even if he gave it to you, is that supposed to be now or is that five years from now? Like where, where are we, 
where in the timeline is this supposed to happen lord i'm not i'm not really sure um so no i, I definitely get that so let's talk about pushed into purpose um uh, so you've written a book you have um coaching you also do um a podcast like let's talk about all things pushed into purpose Sure. So earlier I had alluded to it how, you know, I really wanted to provide a space where women of faith, especially busy women of faith, were getting these downloads from God, right? These, mm-hmm. these visions and these dreams, but they just didn't launch. They didn't move forward for whatever reason. It could be lack of time, lack of support, resources, finances, what have you. And for me, I said, you know what, if I was feeling this where I was doing everything for everybody else, but never pursuing the things that God had given to me and feeling I wasn't walking in my true purpose, Mm -hmm. I was feeling unfulfilled. I was feeling tired, overwhelmed. I knew I wasn't the only one feeling like this. And then when I talked to other women, they would be like, yeah, you know, got my career or whatever, but I'm just unfulfilled. But, you know, this is why we start talking about things that they were passionate about. Oh, my goodness. They would go on and on and yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, well, why you haven't, you know, pursued that? And then it would come the excuses or just whatever barriers there were. So my program, which is a seven-week program, it allows women to really – have a strategy to take that idea from off the paper and launch. Get to a point where they actually launch, whether it's a ministry, a business, a program, whatever it is that God has given to you within seven weeks, because seven is the number of completion. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And in addition to that, it aligns with purpose. So we deal with purpose for prayer and meditations, understanding who we are. Uh, recognizing the resources that we need, um, planning out our strategy, then overcoming obstacles, setting a launch date, and then finally executing. So that's what the seven-week program is about. And in addition to that, um, yes, I do have the podcast, which comes out every (laughs) (laughs) Monday-ish. Let's just be real. Sometimes I just get to it. But every Monday-ish, and we um, talk about, right now we're in the season of turning our purpose into profit and how it is okay to profit from your purpose Mm. as women of faith we kind of feel like a little weird about it Mm -hmm. make you know profit so weird and I'm trying to get away from that stigma and to say you know what if God has given it to you he wants to give you provision as well he wants you to prosper in this season and it's okay for you to do so you know yeah Um, we prosper others prosper as well we're able to give more if we have more so it's really uh, we're in a season of turning our purpose into profit and I've interviewed several women um, who are doing that and it just had different solo shows as well so um Thank you for asking me about it. Yeah, because it's something that I really enjoy doing. I love seeing women just really coming out of their shell and being excited about what God has given to them. And yeah. they're finally able be being able to finally see it come to fruition. Yeah, it is really freeing, right? Um, and I think that it, it when you, like you say, when they're talking about what they want, but when you start talking about the passion, you know that there's a light switch that went off, right? And they're like, this is what I really would want to do. This is what I'd really want to be connected to. And this is what I like. I always say your purpose is the thing that you would do for free over and over and over and over again, um, which is why the, when you mentioned um, purpose, which is a purpose into profit. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is why it's difficult, right? Because some some most of the stuff that we're doing, we're already doing it for free. So it doesn't seem like work, right? And so you, it feels, like you said, weird to be like, but I already do that and I don't charge and I don't... The, that's a whole nother conversation, Carla. We have to have on a whole I was thinking this heavy, y'all, that whole, you know, that mind block, that mindset thing and trying to overcome that, it, it's a whole other conversation. <laughs> It absolutely is. That is something that um, I can definitely say I have struggled with um, in, you know, transitioning to full time entrepreneurship, because, again, you're getting your direction from somewhere else. And it seems crazy or you like you like what is, is that what you want me to do? Um, but it, it really is like it's just about believing and surrendering and knowing that God has you. He's got you covered. And if he gave it to you, trust me, he's going to see you all the way through it. Exactly. Exactly. So one of the questions I have asked um, um, yesterday before is when you are having kind of these moments of self-doubt or insecurities, what are some practical steps that you do now to try to get yourself through that if it, if it happens to come up, like when you did your summit or even when you're podcasting or um, just anything? So the thing that I do is, I know it probably sounds so simple, but I really just put things in place to where I take the steps to execute. And I make sure that I set aside time, um, be intentional about it, about pursuing the thing that God has set before me. Because if I sit on it, it's just never going to get done. So when I'm about to, you know, launch something like as a program or my summit or write a book, I set time usually early in the morning to where I have an hour where I'm in communion with God and just writing down the ideas, writing down the steps, mm-hmm. how to completely execute. Before, I mean, a lot of us have these to-do lists, right? Things that we want to check off, to-do lists, et cetera, et cetera. But what I've started to do now is write a legacy list. Mm-hmm. And that is, okay, what are the things that I need to do to ensure that my legacy is solidified? Wow. How do I want to be remembered? How... Um, what do I want to leave behind for my community, for my family? And what do I need to do to ensure that that happens, right? So that's part of my legacy list. So it is a podcast, it's a summit, it's a program. All right, what do I need to do to ensure that these things are being executed um, in a timely manner or if they need to be revamped, stopped, whatever the case may be, I ensure that what I do, the work that I, the things that I work on are leaving a legacy that I know that God would be pleased with. So I got rid of the to-do list (laughs) and (laughs) I now implement my legacy list and ensure that I am executing that list, ticking the boxes um, that, you know, to ensure that basically I'm leaving the legacy that God has assigned to me. I love that. That definitely changes things because when you think of a legacy list, you know, I immediately I thought about my kids and my kids, kids. Right. And um, my family, that's going to be attached to me versus like you say, a to do list. Um, it's like, what do I need to do for me today versus what's going to go on beyond me? Exactly. Yeah, that is. I Thank you. Thank you for that. <laughs> Because the to-do list, we could easily skip that list because... Um, Which we do often. (laughs) We do often because we're like, okay, you know, I'll get to it. I'll get to it. It's not as important. But when you think about, okay, you know what? I'm leaving a legacy for my children in your case. 
this is super important. Yeah. And I cannot disappoint them. Yeah. And that just, it changes things because even when you're when you're walking in your purpose and you realize even when we start this right, we think of ourselves. Um but when you realize that you're connected to other people, but then also your family, it that changes the dynamic of it. And and it also cha- it should change how you show up. Right. So that legacy list lets you know that I'm not doing this just for me. I'm doing it for the people connected to me and the people that's going to come behind me. Exactly. I mean, I remember when I was younger and whenever I go to school or something, my mama and my daddy would be like, remember, you're representing us. (laughs) Yes, ma'am. You are representing us. So don't act up today. You are absolutely right. And and I think of like I I you know I liken that with God as well. Like God's like, listen, you're representing me you go to see this world. That is facts. And represent this unit very well today. So don't disappoint the unit. Yes, (laughs) yes. My husband does that now too. He will be like, Carla, we're not looking good as a unit when you do that. So it just keeps reminding me like, okay, it's all about legacy, you know, Yeah, it's a legacy connected to you, to your, um, you know, your worldly family and your spiritual family. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much, Carla, for this conversation. I promise like literally you blessed me with this conversation this morning um, to just really put some things in order for myself. Like I said earlier, God knows who I need to talk to on the days I need to talk to them. Um, and I definitely want to have another conversation with you about, uh, purpose for profit. Um, and so y'all tune in because we're going to set up something else to have a separate conversation about that, because what we are doing, right. Is that we are intentionally, um, talking to women of faith who want to walk in their God given purpose. And there's so many things that come up from that, that I think that having that conversation, um, it's, it's long overdue. <laughs> and I appreciate this platform, Felicia, because you are freeing some women, like just freeing women so that they can finally just, you know, feel empowered to say, you know, okay, yeah, I'm, I could do this. I had that doubt, but I'm going to slay it. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Despite that. And, and I really love that you're providing this platform. It's so needed. Thank you so, so much. So how can people connect with you? So I am on Instagram on push into purpose underscore. And also my podcast is called push into purpose. And you can find that on any podcast stream that you listen to. In addition to that, my book Proverbs 31 woman more than the good wife can be purchased from Amazon. And then my website is I am Carla George. Thank you so much, Carla. All of that will be in the show notes, you guys. You already know that. Um, so you can find all that information. I appreciate you taking the time to talk to us today. Um, this was definitely an important conversation that we needed to have. Thank you for what you're doing um, to be able to have women walk boldly in their God-given purpose because we need we need more of that, sis. We need more of that. <laughs> Yes, we're doing it together. So. Yes. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you. All right, y'all, that's all for this week. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to share, subscribe, rate, and review. Remember to head over to Facebook and Instagram and follow me at Slain Self Doubt. 
Oh wait, don't forget, go to my YouTube channel and watch this episode and remember to press the subscribe button. Until next week, see ya.